How important is it as a person to maintain healthy relationships with the people that you love in your life, your friends, the people that you work with, your community? The fact of the matter is public relations in its basic form is something that we all employ without even realizing it. At its core, public relations, depending on who you speak to, is about managing your reputation as a brand, business, or a person, and the relationships that you maintain with your stakeholders. It's kind of a buzzword, but when you compare it to your own personal life and all these relationships and the way that you conduct and manage yourself and wish for others to see you, that is a form of PR. And I think a lot of people misunderstand the importance of public relations, especially when it comes to operating as a business or as a brand, as a profit-making entity or an entity providing a service and what responsibilities really lie with you and what impact does the actions that you operate by have on the wider community, the wider stakeholders that you operate with. My name is Jack and this is Spotlighting Change, the podcast where I talk about public relations in terms of what's going on in the world right now, in the public, what's happening in the news with celebrities, and I usually analyse it or at least offer a perspective to help you in your pursuit to growing a successful business or a really strong bulletproof brand. And today I wanted to discuss the importance of public relations. As always, this is what it's really about, but I was trying to think of how I could relate to people who it might benefit. I, for one, have my own set of principles, own ethics that I govern myself by. Um, You might have heard me before talking in other podcasts or on any of my social media. I personally identify as non-binary. I am also gay, but I do outwardly present as white and male, sometimes cis-passing in certain contexts, which can be a benefit to me. And uh, when I say cis-passing, if you're not familiar with that term, is I can present as someone who's straight and therefore benefit from that in certain circumstances whether it's intentional or not or whether it you to be honest when I do it it's it's always from a place of my own safety and you know you might have heard of code switching before um where you switch the way that you present if you have the ability to do so and in the circumstance that I'm talking about it's for me it's always been that I've automatically presented as straight because I felt like my safety might be compromised if I did not do so and yes employers and people that I deal with on a daily basis are becoming aware of that and by the general general terms I feel safe enough to just be myself but even when I go to places like a hair salon that is mostly straight men or if I go to the gym I do feel like not in a position to 100% be myself and that's just my personal experience and I know that other people have ways that they present that they cannot change um but I think it's important to do what's safe for you and I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that 
although we all have, well, not we all, some people have privileges and it's important to recognise them in relation to how you govern, how you operate, what you're associated with, whether it's business or personal, and how that can give you an advantage in some situations, unfortunately. And in relation to business and public relations, I guess, it's important to operate in a way that you really understand the microcosms within your niche, with your stakeholders, and to anyone that potentially might be exposed to the practices of your business. I am a firm believer that every business should do not just the business that they're set out to do, and that business should be governed by ethical principles. Goodness me, these words. Um, I guess the point I'm trying to make, why do I keep saying that? I feel like I'm going in circles here. I'm free talking, that's why. The world is changing, and as businesses, we all have a responsibility to govern from an ethical place, take into consideration what's going on in the world and how can that be reflected in the way that you conduct your business. No one knows when the next crisis is going to come along and if it's going to affect your life, your business, your stakeholders and how ultimately that's going to impact your industry, your business or the world at scale. Although working in public relations specifically, crisis management, that's something that I can help mitigate. And we can all do that and it can start with looking at what's going on in the world and trying to find a balance and really understanding the struggles so that you will be more equipped for unforeseen situations that might come up. And I think it's funny that people who have businesses think that they're exempt from conversations. In fact, I would say that having a business puts you in a position of further responsibility for the community that you serve. Therefore, you should have a look at what's happening with the community and not leave them alone to fight any issues. You should also be there too. I know they say be impartial because you might lose half your customer base, half this, but you need to stand for something. Otherwise, you'll fall for everything, as the saying goes. And the whole point I'm really talking about all these things is because my personal approach to public relations is that it doesn't just lie at what you see. It's not what you take at face value that's important, especially when you are showing what you outwardly think, how you're communicating that to your publics and your stakeholders. It's really important to do the foundational work because you might have heard words like, or phrases I should say, like virtual, virtual, sorry, virtue signaling. That's where it looks like you appear to be standing for a cause, but you're really not. You're not doing the tangible work to to make that happen. Tokenism is another word within a similar context where it appears that you are doing something that might be helping or support a cause, but really you're not doing anything to further that cause at all. In essence, it seems like business can be a scary world if you think of it from this way. And if you're able to follow my stream of thought, you might be wondering how to strike the balance between what's right and what's wrong. And I guess no one can really say because that's down to an opinion at the end of the day. If there's three words that you should incorporate into whatever actions, whatever marketing or PR or management of how you conduct your business, they should be the following. 
And those three words I would say are accountability, responsibility, and compassion. I think coming out of the pandemic, it's taught a lot of people that the careers that they've chosen to pursue, whether they have decided to go into new ones after the pandemic or during, or whether they've just changed their approach to life, it's that they want to do things a little bit more for their self and for their own self-gratification. And gone are the days where people, I mean, it's obviously still the case in a lot of places, but there's certainly been a shift. People are just making businesses for profit. They're doing it because they have a connection to that. They think that it's going to benefit their health, their well-being, and potentially the well-being and health of others. That's all fine and dandy, but not all of us have the adequate skill set or education to be able to truly provide a well-rounded business in that effect. We we understand and we have the intentions, but we don't have the practical knowledge. And that's what seems to be, with the change of that trend, the downfall of a lot of businesses who have good intentions, but just don't have the the knowledge to be able to pull through their intentions. And that's why I see, I mean, this isn't the sole case, but that's why there is quite a resurgence with words like virtue signaling and tokenism, because people whilst they appear to be trying to do something good in their business, are not pulling through. And because there's a heightened awareness of social responsibility in the world, people are finding it easier to call that out. And we all have this platform, social media, where your news can be spread across the globe in seconds. And, you know, it's okay to 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 mess up sometimes you're not always going to be perfect and that's the nature of humanity how you deal with it how you approach the mitigation is what's important is that any, is that grammar correct i mentioned this a few days ago and it's something that i've been thinking about but when i heard how other people describe pr in passing someone was saying oh this tv station had an image problem so they sought these people to fix that problem, this PR image problem. And it got me thinking, I was like, that's kind of an old world view of PR. And while it still exists and while it is practiced, it's something that I personally don't condone and I advise against it. And if you if you are wondering what, what I'm talking about, when I hear someone say that they have an image problem so they use PR to fix something... It's not entirely accurate or conducive to the type of public relations that you should be employing to to fix that image as they would say in their own rhetoric, I guess. Is that the right word? I know there's another word, but it's slipped off my tongue. Fixing the image of a business is like putting a band-aid over something. If you have a PR agency or someone whose approach to public relations is to just try and adjust the image, that is not, it's not doing anything. And it's just a matter of time before the exact same image problem or another problem occurs. And the people behind the business who are conducting business that has been the result of this image problem, they are coming to you looking for a fix to this problem but the real fix is within them and I believe that that means that the role of a public relations strategist has changed 
or certainly this is how I operate. And that is to also educate the people who are conducting this business in the first place. You want to leave them when you, because I'm coming in, working with you for a certain amount of time, helping manage your, your public relations to transform your business and the image of your business to manage its reputation after some sort of crisis. If I leave, how can you guarantee that it's not going to happen again? And I mean, of course, no one can guarantee anything in life, but I can certainly equip you with the deep understanding so that you'll be more equipped if something does happen again and to understand why the offence happened. We're not just trying to apologise in public but privately have other views for whatever it might be. You want to be doing a deep education on yourself to understand and I think that at the heart of it that's why I believe that PR excellence is to help create better individuals who are then going to transform the way that business is conducted. And no one should be shamed for trying to do good things. And I think that we can all look inwards and we all know someone in our personal life who left their career and decided to pursue something that they believe would be beneficial to other people. Maybe they went through a big journey in their life. I think everyone knows someone. It's just where we are in the world right now. You've watched this person pursue their dreams, whether it's a dropship in store, an initiative to help other people, Something that's out of the box and they're already facing the stigma of, you know, that small town stigma. Oh, I can't believe she's trying to do that. How cute, whatever. But besides that, it's they are trying to do better for themselves and there's nothing wrong with wanting to get on in life. But just because you don't have the adequate knowledge to be able to provide 100% true support and... I guess just serve the people that you wish to, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. You have adequate resources out there, you have books, you have people on TikTok, you have other podcasts to be able to help you form a well-rounded understanding of the publics that you're trying to help, whether that's a marginalised group or one that requires a lot of deep understanding and compassion. And out of that rubble, might I say, <laughs> you start to see enlightenment. And it's a beautiful thing, and it's progression for the good. And, you know, when you do find yourself or your business in a spot where you didn't expect to be, whether you've been targeted by a special interest group or you really have um, said something that the messaging didn't come across or it revealed that you... Um, haven't really had a deep understanding of what you're saying and it's created impact because you are a public figure operating in the public now whether you like it or not as a brand or a business you have the truth you can use the truth as the best defense as they say and sometimes I always say like the medicine isn't always tasty but it's something that you need to take to make you better and sometimes that medicine is going through the hard work of educating yourself of admitting that you didn't know and you're going to commit yourself to fully educating yourself on this and you're going to incorporate that into your business you're going to educate and retrain your staff and you're going to become an advocate for whatever group that marginalized group was affected in the first place to deliver more understanding for people just like you who 
could potentially have committed whatever act in the first place as well. So, this is how I see PR going. I think that, as an individual, you are responsible for your own public relations. To the point where you can, of, of course, like, professionals like me, I'm here to help really assess the business, do an audit, implement public relations frameworks and theoretical knowledge to be able to put the framework for yourself in place that you can also use as a point of reference. And I'm here to educate you on a consultancy basis as well. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, if it didn't just sound like I was waffling on, then please join me again. I post these podcasts almost weekly. I do struggle with my own health. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of five. And I had been on medication until I was about 16 and I decided I, I actually don't want to be on medication. I would like to see if I can survive without it because I had concerns about would I become addicted to medication as I grew into an adult and that's why I came off it. But managing my life with ADHD has been difficult. It's been manageable for some aspects but not I mean, I try not to compare myself, but I just need to know how to best support myself when I need that support. Anyway, that's another that's another story. But if you're interested in any more of these podcasts, that's what I'm saying. They're not always regular, and that's the reason why. But I would love for you to come along and get some value, especially if you are a brand or business. Right now, I am working with other queer businesses and female-led businesses, I just feel that that's where I'm most comfortable with my business now and it's who I can best serve. It's the people that I've been around the most, the, the, the people that I have educated myself around their specific struggles the most and I'm continually doing so as well because I'm a full advocate of you can never stop learning, especially within your own business and how that affects the people that you are there to serve. Anyway please come back to another episode of Spotlighting Change where I do just that. I have a look at everything going on in the news and in the world and apply public relations theory to be able to spotlight that change. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in another one.